The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Oh, everybody stinks. Ah, there you go. Uh, Thank you very much, Weapon O Pride. And it is the last day of Operation Hydration. Our friend Brett on his way. Uh, last stop for water collection today, uh, Baseline and Higley out there in the East Valley. If you want to help out and you're in the area, that would be lovely of you, Baseline and Higley. Uh, you can donate a case of water to help out Operation Hydration and help out uh, with our last batch. Now, it's not just for summertime, although that is a big push. That's when they need the most. It helps people on the streets all year long. It helps people who aren't on the streets all year long. When How about the, uh, surplus. the people that couldn't get uh, water? I forget where it was. The flooding happened. Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah, the water went away. Mile-long line, and they had 600 cases. Yeah. That's crazy. So that kind of stuff probably not going to happen here. No. But, you know, again, fifth largest city in America. There's no reason for us to go, sorry, you're dead because we don't have any water. They do amazing work at the Phoenix Rescue Mission going around making sure that everybody everybody gets a little. You can kill yourself with anything else. Water shouldn't be a problem with planets three-quarters. And I know it's not drinkable, but still, we have plenty of it, and that shouldn't be something that uh, that we're in short supply of. So you guys have done an amazing job of helping us out with this thing. Absolutely amazing job. And, uh, yeah, just I can't say enough about asking your for, you guys for help, and then you come through. I mean you, theys. You, theys for help. Yes, you, theys. Uh, Nathan Yazzie says, you guys, that's it. You have to change the name of your uh, radio station to KVPD. Because evidently the ladies yesterday thought you was a bad word. Hilarious. Everybody get on board. Let's stop being angry and annoyed by it and just use it to our advantage. It's fun. Trust me. Yesterday was just a little chip off the old iceberg. I'm going back in there uh, probably in three or four weeks. And I might change my pronouns and see how they do. Play with it. Make they, it, they gotta go. Yeah, the they more, gotta go with it. It's like anything else. The more you f- around with it, the less fun it is for everybody. So then they'll take it away and they'll start something new, and we just play with it again. The, the whole design is to be, it's passive aggressive to make all us normals angry, and they won. So don't be angry. Use it. It's great. The, and trust me, as a as a newly minted homosexual about to celebrate my first anniversary as one, uh, it is freeing to look at somebody go but it's because i'm gay and they look at me like i can't fight him even though i know he's lying and i'm like "Ah, i win (laughs) using your game against you you can't tell me i'm not because the second you do free stuff and that's what we're all after (laughs) if i go to a restaurant and like you're treating me terribly is it because i'm gay like you're not gay i want to talk to a manager what free stuff i'm waiting for it that's the whole reason i've done it anytime somebody wants to complain 
I'll get you thrown off the air. Or you, tr- you just don't want a gay man to have a popular radio show. What? What? You know I'm a homosexual. You hate me. You're homophobic. Nothing to do with it. And then click. Boop, they're gone. Play pretend you're what they think uh, is untouchable. We're not going to re-up your contract. I this can't. is because I'm yeah, That's all you do. It's because I'm a homosexual, isn't it? We're firing you. You're firing a gay man? You're not really gay. Here we go. And then, you know what? And this is how far I'll go when they say, oh, prove it. Watch this. I'll do it once just to make them uncomfortable. If Tripp came in and said, we got to let you go, I'm sorry. I'm like, you're firing a gay guy without notice or any warning. You're not really gay. I'd like to talk to HR right now. You have to prove it to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, is this happening? Sure enough. Ooh. All Re-upped. Right. You are gay. Five-year deal. Ten million. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to do that every day. Eh, now we're pushing it. Now you're sexual harassing a gay guy. I can't lose here. I got no issues with any of that. Uh, and I got an update from a guy named Robert Mate. Bob Mate. Says, uh, Brady, been delivering all night long. Special orders, special deliveries. The Mexican pizza ingredients are back, and we have been dumping them off all night. They nice. are ready to go. Brady needs to know this. Yes, Brady now is the ambassador for Mexican pizza ingredients, which I still don't understand what they were out of. It- but they, the won't trucks, be, they won't run short now no. at the T-Bells. Trucks were running all night to get the materials to the to the taco artists and make sure that this Mexican pizza shortage that's just ravaged America is now uh, been rectified. The shelves are in place, or whatever they put them on. Have you had one? I don't know. Maybe. I, I, thought I don't it think was, I have. Thought it was, is it the double-decker? I've eaten that. I don't think it's so. It's like a... But- it's, they're, they're cut into triangles, and then inside there's meat, and then on top is all the, like, taco stuff. It's yeah. just like a taco out of order. Yeah, or tostado. Yeah, they put beans on it to make sure that everything sticks, because otherwise they got beans, or you got lettuce and tomatoes running all over your car. I don't know. I don't think I have. I'm pretty sure I have. I think instead of tomato sauce, it's salsa. I don't know. Maybe I haven't, but I don't care. And I'm pretty, I, I still don't understand it. I'm almost positive. All the ingredients for Mexican pizza were right in front of them the whole time. I don't know what they ran out of, so they couldn't just improvise. I don't know. Unless they're putting it on a new soft tortilla right. if, like type the, bread or the something. That I, like, I if, don't think it is. If we did, because uh, for a while there at Tony Romans, we had a thing where we would scrape the meat off the bone for you. Like I forget what it was called. At the table? No. No, oh. that would be disgusting. <laughs> but like, <laughs> It would be served to you boneless. So the chefs would – it was didn't last long. People liked the bones. We didn't do too well with it. But, like, you'd cut it off. They just wanted the rib meat. Pile of meat. So I don't know what we called it. It had a name. But, it, it, like, to me, it's the same as saying we don't have that. We're out of that. But we're still serving the ribs. Like, that doesn't make sense. And that's what Mexican pizza was. We have all the ingredients for Mexican pizza, but we don't have any Mexican pizza. Any. There's like, why? Oh, we don't have what it takes. Like, that's just one thing. Improvise. Because we'd have improvised at Tony Romas and – we just yeah, the current it, if bones. someone wanted it, we'll, we'll make something happen. It seemed like they had everything they needed, and they just weren't light on their feet to adjust to the fact that maybe some of the shells weren't there. Give me something close. I'm not going to notice. If you throw a tostada together and call it a Mexican pizza, I'd be like, all right, who am I to say? I don't know. what. Maybe Mexico changed the, the rest. And it was the packaging, too, because you can't wrap it in the 
paper right. stuff and get they get a marker the boxes. and write Mexican pizza exclamation point. The person eating it isn't going to be like, this isn't a tostada wrapper. I'm not eating this. It's a Mexican pizza. We ran out of Mexican pizza wrapping. Oh, Fat America wasn't that like, well, that, impossible. I won't do it. Well, good news. He's- it's back. The deliveries were all night long. They ran a special all-nighter to get that stuff back. Weirdos. Uh, and then this uh, Adam White has emailed. Remember yesterday I told you it was 25th anniversary of Diana's death, and my friend John, who sat uh, with me the next day, the Steelers played the Cowboys opening day for the NFL in 1997, and he was furious that we were making such a big deal about the Royals, right? I mean, like getting mad. He's English. Like, it's British. We fought a war against them. Got an email from a guy named Adam listening to the podcast yesterday afternoon. Says, uh, subject says, I'm with your boy. This is a good one. So when I was, I was three years old when Diana got worked in that car accident, and I still don't think I would have cared if I was older. Bad enough my dumbass generation grew up on Harry Potter, so now they're way too interested in current royal BS, Meghan Markle, and that cuck of hers, Harry. Too dumb to even know what's going on. We fought a war for freedom from those crappy inbreds, then fought a second war because they kept hanging around our coasts. They effed up our, or hanging around our coast with their effed up teeth and intolerable accents and ruining our effing view of the eastern seaboard, which is saying a lot because that's already ugly. I've said it before, I'll say it again. F*** you, England. Man. <laughs> Still mad. He was three when it happened. And remembers it yeah. vividly. I'll never forget the Revolutionary War that he was hundreds of years removed from. Can't stand them. But, uh. Yeah, I, I don't understand what's going on with that. But you can hate England all day. Uh, I also saw this yesterday. I like this. They did a, a list of things that people said uh, had happened to them in school in the 80s and 90s that wouldn't work today. Yeah. Uh, you have this one. We talk about it. You had that teacher that used to take the kids out on his boat. Paul right? Browse. Yeah, and it, I found that. I found those kind of things creepy in the 80s and 90s. Hanging out with a teacher to me always felt rapey. Like, I never wanted to be my teacher's friend. Had his you know? uh, ski natique and his private uh, water ski yeah. lake that you had to have a ski boat. Yeah. And- it, uh, I was taught at an early age, uh, pedophiles and molesters always had the coolest stuff to attract you in. Like, that's bait. Like, pinball machines, video games in their house, you know, like stand-ups. Oh, yeah. And, and men who lived alone were like, yeah, come on in. I got all sorts of kids' toys. And that was when my friend uh, Olsen... And in the newspaper, when he discovered, why does Father Dale have so many sizes of children's uh, shorts to change into? And he ran because he's like, it's weird that this dude by himself is asking me to change my pants. And he's got me choosing from, get in the hot tub, to get in the right? hot tub with him while he's standing there naked. Get in with me. I'll get in like this. Here's a, a bunch of shorts you can wear. And, and like, you know, all the sizes of the, of the seventh to twelfth grade boy. But he's like, this is weird, and he just ran away. I never fell into that, except for the one time my mom made me go to whale watching with our neighbor because his son died, and I was about his age. So he came over You're and asked. proxy on that kind of filling in for the I mean, That's a recipe for kidnapping. Like, that guy's not an uh, – absolutely. Not so Are you kidding me? That's a Dateline yeah. special. No, I'm correct on that because did you get kidnapped? <laughs> no. no. Uh, the police stopped it. They shot him dead on the scene at the McDonald's when he was trying on. to poison me. No. Of course it's a recipe for kidnapping. I'm not saying it's going to happen every time, but if a neighbor came, came over and I'm mentally distraught, I've lost my daughter, your daughter reminds me of mine, can I take her out in the ocean? 
Sure, we can go. No. But your mom, just, said just your you. mom did send just you a buddy. Just it was a bully. buddy program, right, though? Yeah, my other friend, Tony. <laughs> it was. That, that was, wouldn't happen anymore. You kill, And Tony was black. Oh, so then maybe it would. You kill Tony, and then you keep me. <laughs> yeah. That was his plan. That's a movie. That's what always, like, they lost their kid. Feed Tony to the whale. They lose their minds a little bit. Oh, your friend Tony. We can't tell anybody about this. Let's drive away together. Next thing you know, you're on the PCH in, like, San Luis Obispo with a stranger. It's our secret. You're never going to go home again. Exactly. And now, I'm, now I got weenies in my mouth. And I'm like, I But you got a sweet bike. Yeah, I got, got some all cool sorts toys. Of stuff. Yeah. But I felt my mom felt bad for him and he wanted to go take me whale watching because I reminded him of his dead son. And did you see, was he crying the whole time? He cried in the car. Delusional. Yeah. He might have looked at me and then had that movie thing where my face kind of goes woo, 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 and turns into his boy. You ready to go home, Jason? Huh? My name's John. You're Jason now. Oh, no. That happens all the time with the creepy weirdo. Did you come home after whale watching it, Marcy? <laughs> Slapper. <laughs> Never again. You know, you know what, though? Every time I bring this up, I want to go over to her and go, what were you, what in the f*** were you thinking as a parent to say, sure. Never knew the guy. We weren't like neighborly. We just moved in. And there I am, the blonde kid, about nine years old, and the neighbors, it clearly been eyeballing me for a while. Looking at him, that one reminds me of my boy. I'm going to see if I can get him out in the ocean. And he did. My mom let it happen. Sure, you can take my son up in the middle of the ocean. Strange new neighbor with a dead son that might not be mentally all there. I've dealt with things certain ways, but I'd really like your son to... I'd like to go out with him and remind, remind me of what I've lost. We didn't even know how the kid died. He might have killed him. Nobody asked any questions. There I am with Tony on the end of the thing. Some guy standing behind us trying to give us food. And, Want some more ice cream? Jason. It's John. I'm not your... Okay, sure. Vanilla. That's what Jason would have asked for. Okay, I'm going to get raped. Tony, you know that, right? Nobody in 1982 turned to their black friend and said, I wish I was you, but I was doing it with Tony. (laughs) That was weird. It was a nice day, but then he started weeping because he knew deep down I wasn't really Jason. I can't imagine, like, when I was a kid and I was on my bike and I would go, uh, Uh. we'd have the, you know, exchange uh, foreign exchange yeah. people staying at our house. That was dangerous. We were running too. with Poncho, Poncho from Bahamas. Yeah, there I am in Lily White, UA. Yeah, little kid following a black guy running. <laughs> right. That <laughs> guy clearly stole that little boy's wallet. <laughs> Get him. No, you would. You would have. You would have. Fly. Your parents equally dangerous situations by putting foreign nationals in the bedroom next to you and just saying, "Ah, hey, watch our boy. We're leaving." Letting you drift around. They didn't do it. Uh, this guy said, uh, our, my English teacher used to cuss us out and chuck the blackboard erasers at us just to leave marks. Oh, that would make, make that big definite statement. Puff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my first grade teacher uh, got mad at me because I shook a ruler at her. She took the ruler, bent it back with her finger and smacked me in the face, made my nose bleed. Uh, also, by the way, she was the school psychologist. <laughs> Sister Betty at yeah. uh, Our Lady of Victory. School. You got hit a few times. She had the ruler, and if your hands are on your desk without doing yeah. anything, she'd do the hand check. Here's one that wouldn't fly today, too. In elementary school, uh, we had a teacher who made it known that if you leaned back in your chair and went on two legs, he's sweeping the legs. <laughs> uh, he could have seriously hurt or killed one of us. He never did. Some of us would get tipped over. No one batted an eye. Our parents said it was okay. Yeah. 
I had a Spanish teacher tell me after class that she was tired of watching me get bullied and I needed to sucker punch a kid. <laughs> she hated him too. Oh, man. Uh, one had uh, one of those cherry balls, those PE cherry yeah, balls. Oh, the playground he balls. He kept a small one. Yeah. Teacher kept a small one. And if you fell asleep, he'd chuck it at you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Great stuff. Now, there's a two and a half hour line to pick your kids up. Like I was going by Kiva Elementary, it's a little or not Kiva. Uh, I can't remember the name of the place, but it, two hours, two hours to sit. Just your kid can't walk. That's ridiculous. Your kid can't walk home. How long do you have to go pick Kirby up? Ten every minutes. day. Yeah, every day. Um, between Ronnie and I, is there no I? bus? No, where where she is? There's a bus. There has to be. Yeah, but what's I'm, wrong with the bus? I've never heard good things about. What's kids going on the bus? What are you talking about? It's ages of kids riding the bus. I rode yeah, the bus. I know, it was fantastic. You hated it. I you liked riding it? the bus. Yes. The bus ride was amazing. The last thing I wanted was my mom and dad dropping me off at school. It made me look like a douche. I think it doesn't work for Kirby because she's the only one in the neighborhood. If there were more kids, like if they had two or they three. Don't have a, so they don't have two a bus. kids. They do, but you have to have. Um, huh? It's yeah, it's, no, I know it's private, but you don't have a bus, and they, have, and they, they have, have to. Then they basically say if there's uh, kids that are close enough in that area, they don't have, have that one stop. They don't have a number of buses. Yeah, like Alex. So you walk to, to the bus stop. Alex goes to public school, so if he's the only one on that bus route, he's yeah. the only one because they have to run that bus. But they're the other. They're the other yeah, way but around. I'm just saying, like there is a bus stop she could walk to, get picked up by the bus with a couple other kids. Um, no, they do, not but in our, they would not in our come to your house and pick her up. So like Uber your kid to school? Pretty much. That's crazy. Yeah, I used to have to walk like a quarter the, mile every day just to the bus stop and then another like half mile back because the bus stop stopped at a different place. And most of them are, you know, are kids that are coming from 25, 30 minutes away. <laughs> the, That's the, crazy. A, yeah. We used to beg to ride our bikes. Seven or eight miles minimum. You had to go. You had to cross major streets. We were uh, biking, walking. I mean, my neighborhood it was a lot closer. I was like four blocks away. Then mopeds kicked in. They had a thing on the news the other night of a new school, and it's like, oh, we didn't account for all this. The hour and thirty minute line of parents coming to pick the kids up. We need a better system. I'm like, yeah, buses, buses, and walking. Like, what happened? I see how fat your kids are. Walk. No, 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 God, no, I can't walk. Couldn't, couldn't put him through that. He might complain when he gets home. And then we'll, he'll be mad at us, and we won't be friends. Now, some days uh, she'll walk to a place with another friend, and we'll yeah. pick him up there later on. Sure. But they can't just walk home? Is it too far? It's too far for Kirby, yeah. Really? How far? It would take her 40 minutes Big probably D, to walk. That's the walk. Oh, you got to let her walk. Yeah, I did. Uh, mine was at it's least, we used to walk to Rhodes. An hour and a half. From Extension and Guadalupe, we would walk to Rhodes on, that was at least an hour walk, and I think the the if it were just through neighborhoods, that's one thing. Yeah. Well, we had to cross Dobson. There's, or some, no, yeah, there's we, some risky crossings. You know, crossed. I mean, I hate that, you know that that intersection at um. There's one intersection in the neighborhood. I, it's every other month. There's a somebody getting run over. Yeah. Right. Or a rollover. Someone run, running the light. I don't understand the two-hour lines to go pick your kids up. If I had to wait an hour and a half, my kid could get home in that kind of time hoofing it. Used to be a couple of cornfields, but now that's housing, so right. that's good. 
Yeah. Your kid wouldn't you bury like neighborhood. Hey, yeah. You I, bury I swear to yeah, I swear to God, if I had to wait an hour for my kid and the walk takes forty minutes. Uh, that prick is like paying me. I'm getting money out of this somehow. Yeah, yeah. I, well, th- things would change if it wasn't yeah. an hour. Oh. They, there would be a bus. It was an hour or, of my day. It was ten yeah. minutes waiting, but twenty minutes back and forth. It's 30, like you can walk that in the time it takes me to get my, like disrupt my whole day for picking you up. So waiting in that line over there by that school in Arcadia is. <laughs> It's ridiculous. It's God become the you, way now. Yeah, I know, and that's because we kids are, and that's why kids are pussies and live at home until they're thirty. Now they can't cross a road until they're forty-five. Probably shouldn't get out there and walk. That's an awful lot of effort. <laughs> Put With stories of uh, constant grooming, and yeah. your kid's going to get kidnapped. I know, and plus, God forbid they exercise. That I've seen the ones that were running out to the car. Those Oompa-Loompas waddling out to the car i'm like that kid needs a long walk like for a month it would fall right off of him but then he'd be mad at mom and dad and we can't have that because then they're not friends and the last thing you need is your child mad at you nobody knows how to handle that that line was brutal if you haven't guessed i got stuck in a kid's line yesterday oh i don't have kids it's one lane you're screwed in every turn there's more families waiting for their incredibly abductable children I've seen your kids. Nobody wants them. For sure. I can guarantee you that. Nobody wants them. They're too heavy to pick up. Like every kid I saw, I'm like, Jesus, if I was an abductor, it was like sandbag. That kid's a deadlift. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull a back muscle trying to lift that one, and, and especially if it's wrestling with me. It's going to win 90% of the time. Nobody ever thinks of the, the work the uh, abductors have got to put in with your big fat kids now. <laughs> And those poor bastards are risking life and limbs to pick one of your kids up. Those giants are brutal. I understand picking up the attractive ones. Like, yeah, I go in line for that. You got yourself a 300-pound fifth grader. Nobody's picking him up. And he needs to walk. It's kind of like what you're doing, Toledo. Your kid has rules that if he doesn't do certain things, he doesn't drive. Yeah. If this kid walks home and drops down to like a reasonable weight and, and becomes abductable, we'll start picking him up. Right. Like once you get lifting size, once you start being desirable. Yeah, once you start getting desirable to abductors. But right now, I'm looking at you. You are you are self sustained, absolutely anti abductable, 300 pound boy, you know, chugging on. And, and of course, you can teach him all you want. You you got some candy in the car. That kid's getting in. You saw Kirby's punch and kick at Tactical Black. I was worried about her. She wasn't very. It didn't it didn't too much her power. Kick was pretty solid. Mm. Where you're being a little bit nice. It was her first time through. Yeah. I wanted her to be tougher, stronger. Really? Oh, yeah. I thought she brought pretty good, uh, uh, well, the intensity level could <laughs> was, be up. Yeah, there was none of that. But, <laughs> she wasn't really into it. Yeah. But, yeah, we could get her punch. You have to paint the picture that, like, this is survival, man. Punch her, gotta, punch her a little harder. She didn't, she didn't have, she wasn't throwing the punch. She didn't care. You were throwing some good kicks. I remember your kicks were solid. Nobody's picking your ass up. You can walk anywhere you want. That's been that way for a long time. You can walk anywhere. Yep, never want. And your parents knew it early on. They let you wander around when you were two, get calls from the drugstore. Your boy's here. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. Nobody wants it. Nobody wants an anvil. Nobody's picking that boy up. That's a lot of work. You imagine trying to stuff that into a well? Oh, for Christ's sake. Ah, my back. Kid, get in the well. No. Ah, go home. And he gets hungry. Tasmanian devil. Forget it. It's gonna be. You'll never get in any sleep as an abductor. Fist through windows if for a Twinkie. You abduct a Brady-sized baby. That kid's gonna be screaming all night for food. You're not getting any rest. All right. So I don't have the exact address to where I think your mom's is, but is Tierra del Sol close off extension? 
Well, I didn't go. That's not where I was. No, no, no. But you said you had to go from Rhodes. Well, I had to, to walk over there. I walked from my mom's on extension, extension in Guadalupe to oh, Rhodes, Guadalupe. Rhodes Junior High, which is on Longmore and Baseline. And we used to walk that every day. I had to leave like an hour and a half before school started just to do it. I loved it. Mine to Our Lady of Victory, first through fourth grade, was probably a 15, 20-minute walk. I was abductable, by the way. I was thin. I was tiny. Adorable little blonde kid. I looked like Macaulay Culkin. Now, if they'd have grown up and let me grow up into what I am today, they'd have been, they'd have regretted every second of it. Like, this guy's horrendous. Like, he was so cute when he was a boy. It was so turned into this. I would, elementary school, back at Barrington... Lunch, I would walk home. Sure. Make lunch, come Go back. Do your thing. Oh, they knew that. No no stopping that moving train. <laughs> Kid got hungry, let him walk home. He's going to get a sandwich. We don't have enough for him. Do, 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 do. Yeah. I'll be back in a minute. He's non abductable. Don't worry. Nobody's going to try to pick him up. I was light as a feather. 2.1 miles, John. I walked 2.1 miles. That's all that is? It felt like forever, but it was a long time walk, and I'll tell you that. Yeah, it says it's a 40 minute walk. At least, especially with us dicking around half the way yeah. through. Plus, we had baby feet. So I was short. That probably took us an hour. Oh, well, you're dicking around the whole time. We dicked around and baby steps. Yeah. We weren't like super striders. Yeah. That's adult 40 minutes. I'll show that to, I'll show that to Kirby. Just, yeah. This is what John did. Is that the way you cut through the neighborhood? She didn't want to do it. Look, if my mom said, uh, you know, I'll send an Uber for you every day, guess what I'd have been doing? But but look at the shortcut. They shortcut through Dobbs and Ranch. You didn't go that route. You stuck to the main roads, didn't you? No, no, no. We went right across, uh, it would have been, uh, I guess, Macito, right on to... Through Lindner yeah. and all the way down, right through Dobson Ranch. Occasionally do different routes. And we uh, dicked around. Yeah. Well, it yeah. probably ended up going down this way. Oh, my friend, we can go through the golf course. I'm like, okay. Yep, there's Macito. Get stuck or on the golf course. you can take Medina. Medina was the other one, yeah. yeah. And we did a bunch of that. Stop by, play some foose at St. Tim's. Go, Never. <laughs> that was the other way. You avoided that. Like, because you're going to get raped, you know. No, we would uh, also hop up on the fence, take shortcuts over people's backyards. Walking the fence line like we were the, you know, Walendas, tight roping it through a little, it's cutting off about a minute and a half, but we were going so slow in the back of that fence. Yeah, we did all sorts of dumb stuff. Can't do that anymore. Yeah, tell Kirby. It's like, why don't you want to walk to school? Why? It used to be you were the biggest nerd in the world when mom picked you up. After junior high, my mom picking me up was like, well, you're, like the whole goal was to be independent. The whole goal was to not have your mommy and daddy there all the time. And now that's all they are. Like each kid's walking, except for those abductable ones. You get a little John Bonet on your hands, you go pick her ass up. You got Brady Jr. sitting there in fifth grade, hoof him, get, let him walk, for God's sakes. He's got high blood pressure. He's 12. <laughs> Knock it off. It's so hard for me to walk, Mom. My face turns all bright red. All right, so. HPP. Kirby, Kirby's route is 3.3 miles. That's, a, that's hoofing. That's a hoofing it. Uh... About an hour and seven minutes. It's going to take her too long. Right. Okay. I'll give you the three miles, but there's got to be some sort of bus. That, wait, you don't have to go drag her around. But if they got a good system, that's different. You know? You know, make her walk a mile or two and then get her. It's in, 14. She's taller actually, than I, I am. Yeah, it's inside, it's inside of that. Yeah. yeah. You're about a, a half far. mile. It's a mile. So you get two miles. Same as I was. Yeah. Walking. She's running two miles like I was. Kirby's taller than I am. Nobody's picking her up and stuffing her in a van. She can walk. But you don't want her to be mad at you. <laughs> That's the problem. The real problem lays right there. No, I, I, I enjoy picking her up. Of course you do. 
Nobody said that. Yeah, ever. I do. What do you enjoy picking her? That's a whole thing out I'm of your day. Two point three miles. Ugh. So about about the same length as John's yeah. walk. You enjoy picking her. You know why? Because that means raising canes for Brady. <laughs> means <laughs> means after school snack. <laughs> Where are we going today, Herbs? <laughs> you know I could walk. You're never gonna walk again. You'll never walk <laughs> again. And she's under a year from driving, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're we're. Oh, is that going to break your heart when she Look when you can't no, pick her up anymore? No, then right. you don't really like picking her up that yeah. much. Platinum but, package. Uh, I might still have to. You just drive You're behind her. She's going to have a car. <laughs> You're going to get behind. I'm her. saying she. You know who's saying she's going to have a car? Kirby. Not this guy. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, you probably are already looking. Nope. Let's get that. Yeah. No. Well, that's a big step, Brady. That you're not buying a 14 year old a car. I'm surprised. You will. Kirby will have her 16th birthday car. John, I don't That's know what happening. Brady's talking about. Don't I, shake your head. <laughs> don't you? Not playing right now. Don't you? Have you Not met your? Have you met Jeez. yourself? Yeah, because she doesn't know. That's a thing. Kirby, if you're listening, you're getting a car on your 16th birthday. Yeah. That's happening. What? Not putting my foot down. No, that's been a powerful move. Daddy, why does this say on my 16? We're going to Sanderson Ford. <laughs> He's got a big yeah, going to a special place. Two stops along the way for raising canes. So that's a long drive. John, I don't know about what Brady's talking about, but I always wanted to walk home me from too. elementary school because I knew where the pot stash was in uh, the woods on the way home. It wasn't because of me. If wow. you had woods on the elementary way home, you were getting school. high. Oh, yeah. That's the thing that shocks me every day when I talk oh, to yeah. people who are getting stoned in seventh grade. I was a straight well, arrow, man. Yeah, that's... I had no idea what was going on around me. Seventh and eighth, but I, I wasn't thinking too much on well, the first th- I coached a sixth grade yeah, kids yeah. basketball yeah, team, and they were so. talking Whoa. about blowjobs a lot. Oh, I didn't know what that was. How about this walk, John? Back in the mid-80s, my wife had to walk from 86th Ave in Indian School to Tollison High School. Both ways. That was nothing. Yeah. I don't know how far that is. That's far. It sounds far. But I'm not saying, you know, walking. I'm just saying, you know, I don't understand the And the other thing, you know, when you grow up in uh, the Midwest or even back east where the winter, you're still walking. Awesome. Through the the snow. It was great. Best day ever. It was. Yeah. Rain days? No, rain days sucked. But I used to like riding my bike in it, though. Hit that stuff and raining. Oh, we when I lived in Albuquerque, we had to walk through a wash like an arroyo after a hard rain. Sandia Mountains, that thing would turn into a raging river. You know what we'd have to do? Wait, <laughs> it'll it'll subside, and then you truck through the disgusting dirt and mud that that was, and bodies and whatever else. Climb the other side. We had to climb in it and climb out of it. It wasn't steps. Just trashed your zips. And my parents loved me. That's the crazy part. I had like a decent family. They didn't. It's just what you did. I love it. I think it's great. But that line of people, like, especially in Arcadia, you're sitting there for two hours. Every one of you, like nobody's walking across any major streets. It takes 20 minutes to get home from that thing, no matter what. And they're in line for, I was in that thing for 40 minutes yesterday. Easy. Sitting there like, I'm in the line. I'm in the crap line. I don't even know if it was like an orientation thing or not. I don't know what they would do. Garbage. Speaking of teachers, John, I had a teacher at McEnemy Junior High School, Mr. Dorsett. He was a real dick. <laughs> had one of those rings where he would hit you on the top of the head with his ring Ooh. if he thought you weren't paying attention. He'd knock you with his Super Bowl ring. <laughs> with his Italian Ow. ring. <laughs> Ow. Well. It was a fun story to read because I kept reading about what teachers used to do. And I'm like, that all makes sense. Is Kirby walking this morning? No, our buddy Judge says uh, his wife, Melinda, drove their son to the first day of college. Oh, oh see, this is what I'm talking about. And that used to, like junior high, did you get dropped off at college? Mom, can I ever ride to college is the worst phrase ever. 
And my mom dropped me off. Mom's dropping you off at things after age 12 is like starts to get weird. Another one. We didn't have pot, but we knew where the box of porn was in the woods on the way to school. We knew where one was in the alley. We'd cut through the alley. That's where I was introduced to Wee Magazine with Mike Burkhardt. Yeah. You found one? Found a box of them. And we stashed them behind them. We always called it OUI. We, we called it OUI. OUI. <laughs> we didn't know. Go get that OUI magazine. So we thought maybe, because everything kind of hurt when you look at it. Like, ow. Hey, that's why they call it that. My pants hurt. We're looking at girls with... Someone got our box of OUIs. It was gross. Like, we were grossed out by it. It was too much. You can't be introduced to yeah. naked ladies through Wee magazine. That was... That's, yeah. That's a like a gut of, pile. Keep oh, talking. Yeah, yeah, that's what it looked like. Yeah. I, think, I, oh. I think Mike told me, goes, I'm pretty sure I'm gay, because this is making me sick. <laughs> Me too. Keep talking, Whitey's up on the Navajo Res. My mom dropped us off at the main highway by horse, which was four miles away. Yep. The school, <laughs> another 20 miles away. <laughs> I'm laughing because there's no school in the Navajo Reservation. <laughs> Not true. It's just a road called Indian School because we remember them fondly. Didn't you say you looked up the history of that? Indian school? I don't remember. There was a long time ago. I was somebody, looking either that or somebody texted in. There's some. Got to be something behind it. Right? It's like got to change. Look, I'll tell you. I guarantee you it's a slaughter. Absolutely. Somewhere along the line, there was a slaughter. We should name it that. The Indian school slaughter road. I don't know what it was, but it was like the Indian school. That was the road we used to teach the savages on. <laughs> right. That'd be decent people <laughs> running around slaughtering everybody with their Tommy Hawks. I don't know what it was. I'm sure we converted a lot of them. I'm sure the history of that road is horrible, just awful. Speaking of racial slurs, did you see the BYU volleyball game? That uh, this is a weird one. Like the girl serving uh, messed up, and then went to her coach and said, "The guy in the front row keeps calling me the N word." And he's shouting it out. So they kicked the dude out. They're like, get out! Enough of you. And the guy's like, "What do I do?" And he get out. Saying the N word to our one black player, you son of a. I was like, I don't know what's going on. They boot him. They kind of handle him, throw him out. You're out of here. Uh, they've got video. This guy's sitting there as quiet as a church mouse. Didn't say a thing. Nobody around it heard it. The cop, that when she said that he's calling me that, cop and I didn't hear anything. So they're, they're assuming that a dude just brazenly went to a basketball and game no one else to stand up and go, ah, <laughs> and people are like, all right. Oh, it was, they were playing Duke. Yeah. And the Duke volleyball The Duke players. team, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. The Duke, the Duke girl went over and said, that guy keeps calling me the N-word. I think she was having a bad game. So this dude, he's not even in it. So Every article does not appear to have he did, Nobody said it. Slurs. Nobody said it. And you're telling me that if I'm, – I'm not – you know, this is not going to be a popular thing. But you got to grow a little tougher skin even if there is some racist in the front row. You just don't serve the next thing and you turn and go, what would you say? You know you're going to win that fight. If you're the black guy on the team or woman, and a guy's screaming that from the crowd, you stop everything. You just go, did everybody hear that? Because yeah. people would have heard it. Yeah. And you stop the game, you're like, get him out of here immediately. You don't go to your coach and go, I think he's, he said it like five times. And oh. she, and After evidently the didn't. match, they, the Duke players claimed the fan approached them and told them to watch their back as That's they possible. to the team bus. That's possible. <laughs> but I don't know anybody going to a volleyball game. That guy paid 80 bucks to watch that volleyball game. <laughs> right, to watch college girls volleyball. The only thing you really need to worry about is him whacking off. That's Solo. A, yeah, some guy by himself at a girls' college volleyball game is not in it for the sport. He's there because he's jerking it. And he's certainly not there to just get his racist views across. That's the worst. Racists like to hide well, until they're in a group. He, 
he could have been subtle enough where he's saying it where no one else would hear it except her. Is so you're enough. telling me that no, like, no one, including the cop that they had standing by him, heard any of it. He was just magically whispering it into her ear from the f- crowd? Cops in on it with him. No, that's probably Good true. one. Tim. Everybody was Good in. one, Tim. Say it again. I won't say a word. <laughs> what? We have to remove him? The dark one serving. Knock her stiff, bro. <laughs> the officer observed that when Richardson was serving, the student who went to Utah Valley University. Yeah. Was not even present. At it was in Utah. When she yeah, was, when she was, and that was the other thing. The one tape, he wasn't even there. <laughs> and they went to kick this guy out. He came back with like ice, like a dipping dots, and like a, a <laughs> like an icy cotton candy. He's like, what's going on? <laughs> oh, cotton candy! I'm sure you want her to pick that later. What are you talking about? What did I do? It, it, so she had a bad game, and uh, well, she want to blame it on one person. She I mean, heard just something. Some but, yeah. Oh, there's a whole bunch missing. But the dude got booted, and like there was no like. And then they went to the tape, and he wasn't even in his seat when she was serving, when she said it happened. And this guy's out on his ass. He, he definitely isn't helping his case by, if that is him, after the game. You Going better watch her, your back. He, not, he acknowledged after, in an interview, said, yeah, I did approach, but I thought she was a friend of mine that played on BYU, because they have the same colors, apparently. What? Colors? Duke, Duke yeah, the, oh. Duke, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, BYU and Duke wearing the same outfit. Blue and white. Uh, she said she very distinctly heard a very strong and negative racial slur. Maybe that's just crawling around in her head. Maybe she's self-hating. I do that all the time. I call myself terrible names in my head, like when I'm when I'm especially playing sports. You've seen me golfing. I just say it flat out out loud. You dumb. <laughs> Only an idiot would do that. You <laughs> moron. I'm horrible to myself. But then if I'm a little delusional, I might think, Hey, who said that? Did you just call me a. Brady? No, what's going on? Get out of here. I have you removed. There goes my cotton candy. Yeah, yeah right. I can I keep the dots? No, give me those dipping dots. Racists can't have dipping dots. I didn't say anything. Where'd really? you find him on the golf course? <laughs> I really, I don't know what happened there. I was eating dipping dots and I, I did have, I thought he was a buddy of mine. I was laughing at the cotton candy. I don't know if it maybe triggered that, but. Triggered? You triggered? Say triggered? I said triggered. But like maybe it's maybe she's just got something bouncing around in her head and she like that's dangerous. But I don't think any like if you say that word, people around you are going to be like, "Hey, asshole!" There's going to be. Some, I know if I was at a Suns game, the guy around, I took my friend out when he tried to touch the Asian girl in front of us because he said he'd never been with an Asian. He was drunk, and he kept saying, "Come on, man, I need to visit the Far East." And I'm like, "Stop touching her hair." <laughs> quit it and then he'd do stuff like dee, 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 dee. i'm gonna bang oh. you and i'm like all right we're leaving we're gone oh, we left in the yeah. second quarter he was he was plastered that was the game i was at yeah and i went back and apologized to the people with season tickets around like i don't know what was going on with max that night he was so drunk i watched from across the uh opposite yeah just about, you just saw like, it, oh there they're John leaving it's <laughs> going away what's going on there <laughs> yeah because i had uh you know the drunken racist with me He'd lost his mind for this Asian girl, and he kept, stop it. Her hair's like silk. You think they bound her feet when she was done? Stop saying words. I've got to be here 40 more games. He was horrible. Yeah, and it was early in the season, too. I had a lot of games left. I was going to lose my seats. It's right there on the ticket. If you get caught doing terrible stuff, you're out for good. So I booted him. We walked back, and we were out. It's terrible. But I just, I don't, you know, even racists are better at being racist than that. Than just saying the N word at a Utah Duke volleyball game. That's not their forum. 
And then I, you know, what I'm going to do is visit that. And if they have any players I don't like, I'm going to, I'm going to be smirch. <laughs> I don't see it. And then when they had that video, I thought of, I knew you. He's missing. Well, he didn't say, "Hey, I thought I knew you." He didn't say it. Like all the evidence points to like what she was claiming wasn't even there. And then he didn't say it. Somebody might have said it, but it wasn't this guy. And no one else around the area heard it. Even the other players were like, "We don't hear anything." We didn't know. Wouldn't you stop? Like if you were. If I'm in a basketball tournament and somebody in the crowd is saying something to my one black friend, I'm going to stop and go, hey, dickhead, what are you doing? I'll it, stop the game. You start- for sure. If like no one else is doing anything about this and right. it's a little out of hand. It doesn't even matter on that. If yeah. somebody around me is saying that, I'm going to be like, enough. What are you doing? I mean, we're going to – decent people would have stepped up if that was happening. Or should have. If not, all of Utah is in on it. And they love college girls volleyball to the point where they knew and they all joined up there. Anything's possible, but maybe it was a Colorado Rockies fan. I'd be waiting for that. <laughs> maybe just waiting to come for Dinger to come around the corner. <laughs> or a Colorado uh You remind state, me of Dinger. This Colorado State mines? mining thing. Yeah. And he likes the ore diggers. Anyway, the world's gone bananas. And I giggle at all of it. He's a pretty tame racist. If his uh target is women's college volleyball in Utah. I'm pretty sure he's not going to make too many waves. You can ignore him. And plus, you can ignore him because he's not even in his seat when he's saying it, evidently. He's not there. But I did have... This is a good a, move. This was years ago. A buddy of mine was watching his daughter playing a game, and he's yelling at the refs. Yeah. I'm like, oh, he goes, I got a little too over. Yeah. And so someone complains about it. He uh, goes down... Not knowing, goes to the concession stands and comes back. They had already said, security, remove the guy in the red shirt. And as he's walking up the base of the stands, oh they're removing this guy in a red shirt. Wrong up guy. There. Yeah. <laughs> what did I do? He took him out. Can I keep my dots? <laughs> Put your dots down, asshole. Nobody like you deserves dots. Those are delicious. Ast- Honey, I don't know what's happening, but. Astronaut ice cream is for non-racists. Oh. Cotton candy. I know exactly what you were doing with that. Uh, anyway, what is on the big board of musical treats over there? Uh, oh, I got to tell you, it's brought to you by our friends at Action Ride Shop, and I just got handed this because it's September one. We're in oh, the month of September. New new slash prices. This not even slash prices. Check this out. They got a bike raffle for an e bike, a fourteen thousand dollar bike. Uh, and all you got to do is purchase one Action Raffle glove. You go and buy a pair of their Action Ride Shop gloves. You're in the raffle. You can click the tab on their website to do it right there at actionrideshop.com. One purchase, one raffle ticket. Purchase as many gloves as you want. It ends at uh, September 30th. This is a Santa Cruz e-bike, fourteen grand. So even if you don't like e-bikes, win this and sell it. Outstanding. So uh, pretty sweet right there. Is that the one you got? No, I've got the uh, Pivot Shuttle. It's similar. It's almost the same. I mean, Santa Cruz makes a good bike. It was a nice bike. $14,000 bike. And they're raffling it off. Nothing to it. So you just got to buy a pair of their gloves. Yeah. Yeah. You just go get their gloves at actionrideshop.com. This is a great idea. Uh, and you can purchase as many as you want. If you want a house full of gloves, put 100 bucks in that, two, two, $300, get some gloves. Knock that stuff out. The raffle ends at the end of the month. We'll be telling you about this a lot. But I'd get in on it early. And then maybe in a you know, couple weeks from now, do it again. Get yeah. some more gloves. Their gloves are great, too, for riding. If you're that, or just walking around the house in gloves, and they're very comfortable. Uh, Santa Cruz e-bike; those are not cheap. That's a fourteen thousand uh, dollar vehicle right there. 
I know. A bicycle for fourteen grand, But top-notch quality, and you don't even have to like biking. I'd get on that, actionrideshop.com, uh, order that thing up immediately. I'd do it if I didn't have any legs. You get fourteen grand in your hands. Go ahead and good luck with that. And plus, if you don't have legs, you're probably in a wheelchair. Those gloves will come in handy for whipping those uh, wheels around. You don't want to burn your hands up or have filthy hands when you get to wherever it is you're wheeling in. I don't know. She's so high from Tal Bachman. <laughs> why? Is on the list. Not sure. Is that the exactly they, them, why. she, he's? I think it might okay. be. Uh, Boy She's George's so They is on the list. He has a song <laughs> called They? Apparently. Boy George does? Apparently. I didn't know that. All right. Uh, Rise from Pantera. They. Uh, they. Rage, Killing in the Name of. Waking the Demon, BF My V. That's a good one. Uh, Wake Up Dead, Megadeth. 311, all mixed up for your the, oh. they, them, she, them. All mixed up, don't know what to do. We're the worst <laughs> band that's ever been. Oh, I hate them so much. Uh, and now I'm going to rap. I'm a tough rapping guy. I rap all day when my friend sings real high. Oh, he raps. He is a rapper. Worst band ever, next to the doors. 311. Again, I repeat. 911, greater than 311. <laughs> I would buy tickets to 911 before I would 311. Uh, right back at it again from a day to remember. Dude looks like a lady. Uh, no, I don't know. Go with the BFMV one. I haven't right. heard that for a while. I like that song. That's solid stuff right there. And uh, don't forget, Brett's out there this morning uh, blasting the 311. Uh, he's at Baseline in Higley, and it's the last day of Operation Hydration. You can donate a case of water. He's also got tickets to Clutch. They're going to be here one month and three days from now at the Van Buren. They're fun live. I saw them with Lamb of God, and it was such a weird crowd switch. Like, they opened, and then midway through Clutch, an entire reservation started to show up. <laughs> like, it was just, I felt like, I felt like Custer. It was it was like this, and the whole place just went, and they were awesome. Like, they were into it. Lamb of God comes on stage, and all the clutch people are like, what is going on? Retreat. It went nuts. It was fun, though. Like the Metallica Slayer. Well, no, it wasn't, because at least both of those bands are the same. Clutch goes on stage, not Lamb of God. It's a different audience. And people will stick around, but, boy, you saw a switch out right where I was standing. Like, this is a weird mix. That reservation, I don't know what bus dropped them off. Thousands of them. Two songs left with Clutch like they had a direct line to Lamb of God. And every Indian that lives in this area just poured into that arena. And I'm like, this is great stuff. And then all the Clutch, you know, middle-aged 40-year-old dudes are like, it's time to go. It was the Alamo. It was just crazy. But the shows were great. But Clutch was so good live. Uh, And they were a little disappointing because they sped through it. I think because they knew. The, the audience swap out was about to occur. Uh, he's also got Bring Me the Horizon tickets. Uh, there's a good one also. So you got that. Brett's got loaded up. He's ready to go. All you got to do is go down there, donate a case of water, and he'll hook you up with a whole bunch of stuff. Baseline and Higley at the Safeway. And thanks to Safeway and Albertsons uh, all summer long for letting us uh, sully your parking lots while we collected a uh, drink for the Phoenix Rescue Mission. And again, can't say enough about how much you guys have donated. It's an amazing pile. That water is just, it's, and it's not over yet. They're going to go get another semi from the drinking team. Their warehouse doesn't have enough for that, so they got to get another room. Well, all the stuff have, we've got. The Phoenix Rescue Mission. Yeah. There's a guy, Travis, that's going to travel around and pick up all their stuff. 
And you don't have a big enough truck. It's no. going to be multiple. Right. And this is amazing. So thank you guys for uh, for all you've done. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.